0: Welcome to The Artist of Snowcrad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we
1: talk soul. I'm David. And I'm Jack. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode, Tan Artistry with Rissa. It's our first artist guest for the year so far, so we're very mm-hmm. excited to be having a chat with Rissa. Um, yeah, Rissa's an Aussie singer-songwriter, but before we bring her on and have a chat about what she is all about, David, first, how are you doing? Thanks for asking, Jack. As always, or as most days, I'm doing quite
0: well my friend i had a really chill week i've settled in quite nicely at my new cafe in in um what's it called your new cafe wow okay it's my cafe now (laughs) i i rule i run the house now i'm i'm actually at the bottom it's very (laughs) like it's very aussie style brunch cafe but the workers are still well we have the asian work mentality so there's like this hierarchy system so i'm like slowly climbing the ladder but it's pretty chill it's good i love the workers and all that the other week though at my <laughs> i found this really funny I, f- I feel like it's one of the ballsiest moves i've ever heard in like real life <laughs> but the other week during like my last shift you get close to the customers and that and sometimes they talk about really deep stuff sometimes you just talk about the weather and that but yeah, the, yeah yeah yeah. Um, this customer named ronnie and he wouldn't mind me talking about it because we chill wait ronnie didn't you have a ronnie at your last place that's what i'm talking about them at my last place so oh, okay right, ronnie, right i was gonna say you got a <laughs> ronnie here as well yeah so ronnie got married or like he's not getting he hasn't gotten married but he he's finally engaged like he finally okay. proposed to his girlfriend after like ronnie. a whole year congrats ronnie but um <laughs> there's there's another bloke so there's another bloke just sitting at the front of the cafe and he's overhearing our conversation. I'm like, oh, congrats, Ronnie, blah 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 blah, and he's like, oh yeah, I got married too, like fifteen years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, congrats. <laughs> and then he's just like, yeah, I just like rang her up and like asked her on the phone. And I'm like, why are you joking? Are you serious? <laughs> oh and then my gosh. That's like, I I I felt like that was like one of the most gangster moves you could do. Dude's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just like talking to her. And the last question I asked was like, oh, yeah, you want to marry me? And then the rest yeah, I mean, is there's, history. There's, I like, the
1: up there's breaking up over text and then there's proposing over phone. Yeah, like, that's, man,
0: that's crazy. Like you never think of that. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's like, I thought that was like yeah something that i wanted to bring up just so like in my life i was like what the heck i was just like blown away but anyway <laughs> how are you doing my friend
1: yeah man i'm i'm good really good i'm really enjoying um my new job um settling in getting used to it um but yeah it's been it's been really good i've mm. gaining i guess more confidence in my ability to actually do the work because there was a lot of uncertainty when i first started but um Yeah. Settling in, got a cool team around me and- Nice. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying it and the days are going pretty fast. Although the last hour of today really dragged for some some reason. Like the first, the first, what, if it's like an eight hour shift, the first seven hours felt the same length as the last hour. Like that last hour just hung in the air, like a, like a stinky smell. Mondays. would not go away. Monday, somewhere, right? Yeah. Maybe it's just that Monday, Monday vibe. Hey, but, um, yeah, it's, it's been good. Um, that's that's kind of all that's on on my end. Like, there's a lot, lot less interesting stuff happening at the moment because a lot of my time is just being taken up with work. But um, so far, so good there. So yeah, no real interesting stories from us. I mean, you really stretched it with that uh, proposal one over the I phone. I thought that, that was, was a, I
0: thought that was a good story. Like, uh, that's a short I give it a
1: solid six out of ten. But um, you've you've had better.
0: Oh, thank, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I hope the I hope the guest
0: is a lot better than my story then. No. <laughs> well, speaking
1: of the guest, speaking of the guest, um, Sydney-based singer-songwriter Rissa creates music with an untainted soul, inspired mm. by the worlds of neo-soul and R&B. Rissa sings about her life expressions, sorry, life experiences, and translates them through luscious blends of soulful melodies, silky harmonies, and rhythmic grooves, forming all the layers of her sound, built on years of collaboration across Sydney and Melbourne. Music scenes. Rissa has formed a community of talent and following mm. by being her true self, ladies and gentlemen. Rissa, welcome to this. To, oh, I almost said the self care project. Hey. That's not the right podcast. <laughs> welcome to the Artist Notepad. Welcome.
2: What up? Thanks for having what me. What up? It's nice to be here.
1: Thanks for coming in. <laughs> for it's because, nice to have you. Of course, David. David's. Um, he's got your face as his his background for for this particular call, so I it shows to his give excitement. It up.
0: Give it up single Riss's latest single as my background.
2: Yes. yes. I'm just looking into my own eyes <laughs> as I speak to you guys. It's weird, but I like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the latest single, yeah, when so that one came out late last year, right?
2: Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a rush, to be honest. Mm. Um, pretty much the end of November, because as like most musicians and creatives know, there's always that weird rush as mm. the year wraps up. It's like, yeah. oh crap, yeah, we're going to like pump get it out. out.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, mm. yeah. And I don't know why I was just so determined to get that song out before the end of the year. Mm. Um, and I mean, with that, in my mind I really should have started preparing things sooner for it but right. it was like across almost three weeks like mixed master art like oh, it was really crazy right. um but yeah it is what, what about it the is.
1: the writing process was is it a track that you've had sort of in the in the song bank for a while or was the writing process quite um, uh, quite close to that release period as well?
2: Uh, I definitely had it a few months before. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I was just kind of like, definitely I haven't been sitting on it as long as previous tracks, Mm. but I think that's kind of been my mindset lately. Like I feel like the longer I sit on something, the more I'm like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. So I just have to
2: get it out. But I do really appreciate when artists, like, just stack up heaps of mm. um, original songs. and Catalog, can, yeah. Damn, yeah, catalog I love too. that. And I'm like, man, I want to do that. And then I try and I'm just like, well, oh, it's not for me.
1: Yeah, I to be honest, like, I don't know how people don't just get sick of their own stuff after a while. Like, if you've just mm-hmm. got it hanging around for so long, how you can still think, like, how you can still be excited enough about something to put it out when you've been listening to it for, like, Years, like, Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like um, definitely when I like used to write a lot, like the stuff that was my most exciting song was always the last one I'd written. And the other, the, the older stuff would just like grow old. Maybe I would just over listen to it. I don't know. Cause I get really excited and just play it on repeat. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Over listening
2: is a real trap.
1: <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> I guess you got to trust like the people around you and what they're saying about the your, your music as well. Was there like yeah. some of your, your friends and um, people who support you with your music, were they listening to this track and saying, oh, no, this is really one you have to put out?
2: No. Um, so with the- i <laughs> like, don't put
1: this out, Rissa.
0: No. no, they're like, yeah, don't <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, uh, hard no from all of us.
2: <laughs> 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 nah, I love my friends, but yeah. um, I don't know. I think because it is so recent, um, like as in how long it had been since I recorded it and released mm. it, I wasn't really showing heaps of people like compared to things that I was holding for a lot longer. Mm. Um, yeah, I think only very close friends and the people that were involved in it, um, Mm. kind of had any input, but even then I think no one, Oh, I don't think anyone really like pushes me to release stuff around me, which is kind of nice. I appreciate that. Um, But, Mm. yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I just kind of, it was just weird. I don't know. I still don't understand why I really wanted to get it out so Mm. soon. Yeah. But at the same time. Was it something
1: particular about this track or was it more um, just the idea of releasing itself and this was just the top of the list in terms of releasing?
2: Um, I think because it's kind of different. Like, I to me, this track was, like, kind of special compared to the ones that i've done before because it's a slow jam and i've always wanted to Mm. do a slow jam Mm. um and i think maybe that's why because i was excited about releasing a slow jam Mm. um and i just thought you know what like why not just throw it out end of the year everyone's going to be on holidays people got time to yeah do whatever they want with this song (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: it definitely has a different vibe to the to your previous three singles um mm. and yeah that variety is nice i think that across the four tracks there is a really nice blend of sound and um definitely a bit of a flex of your ability to to move into different areas and move into different sounds is that something that was a conscious effort to sort of explore different sounds in each single or did it just sort of work out that way
0: yeah like yeah d- were you were you sorry sorry to cut you there it's okay were yeah. you like were you in the right hit space the question i want to like squeeze in there but maybe you can answer it later but like i, w- I was wondering how 2020 was for you as like an artist because it's like we were just that's a big about question
1: it. to just slide in there yeah
0: <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get back to that one but yeah first, go go. it's this. a good question though it's a yeah. good question
2: um, okay, let me let me separate these questions. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Damn, the twenty twenty yeah. one's a beautiful <laughs> one to unpack. <laughs> um, as far as oh, as far as like the differences or similarities yeah. or kind of different levels of the tracks that I have released, it was it hasn't really necessarily been like a conscious effort to think, okay, this is gonna sound like this or this is gonna be like that. Um, I think it's just like. Just kind of how things have evolved, Mm. Um, which is something that is it's so exciting as an artist to create something and then be like, oh, wow, like it's like kind of just growing the more that Mm. I do something. It's like Mm. I'm learning so much more every time. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. And I think when I when it comes to writing my own stuff, I'm very uh, like I just want to get everything done in one session sure, and then like let it be so mm. I think that kind of um, helps that creativity be whatever it wants to be when I'm writing
0: it's very mm. free-flowing maybe like your writing style like how you put your lyrics from your from paper pen is similar because like a lot of artists what they struggle with is like perfection like trying to get mm. it perfect. It's like they do numbers of takes. But it sounds like to me you're like more like, yeah, that was good. I feel good about that one. <laughs> Let's move past that kind of thing. Or Yeah, yeah. definitely.
2: And I think um, it took me so long to be able to write a song. Like it was only 2018, I think, that I wrote my first song. You only wow. started like,
0: writing 2018? Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
2: it's pretty cool. crazy.
1: That's dope. Cool. Um, that's a steep, steep curve. That's that you've a gone big flex.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I mean, before that, I was trying. I was really trying my yeah, hardest yeah, right. to write and I could just mm. never, I would write a verse and then not have anything else. And then I would write mm. a hook and have nothing at all. It was always like this stop and start thing. Mm. And then I think that's because my mindset then was that kind of perfectionism thing. I was like, oh, this is stupid. Like, why can't Mm. my song sound like the stuff that I listen to or like I would just have high standards um, on myself. And then Mm. I think the day that I finally wrote a whole song, it was purely because I kind of just let go of it and just wrote.
1: Yeah, right. And then
2: so now I know like that's something that works for me. Mm. So I just keep doing that same thing.
1: Before we, because I do want to like David follow up that question because that's a really good question. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to ask, um, that's okay. Like you've got my approval. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just wanted to ask like, I know you spent some time in a band as well. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, So I just wanted to ask like what the difference is for you, the like the main differences between obviously collaborating with other artists and working together to form a song as a group versus um, being a solo being, solo yeah, solo being like yeah. a solo act. And when you were referring to struggling to write, was that during that period of time when you were in a band, or did that sort of start after moving more into your solo direction?
2: Mm. Um, being in the band definitely helped me while I was in the band, that's when it kind of like all kind of dropped. It wasn't straight away. I was with them for a little bit. And mm. Kalana, who was also in the group, he was on keys and vocals. Yeah. Um, Such a good writer. And he was mm. kind of writing for the most part. And we were working together. Um, but, yeah, even just I think even just being around him and the lyrics that he would write kind of, Influenced how I started writing in a way because mm. I was always mm. with him and always working with him and jamming and everything. So mm. I would just be like, "Whoa, you you're really good at this." <laughs> yeah, like it's
1: it's sensei. funny. You're... Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, oh, <laughs> it's funny. You're probably you're probably completely unaware of this, but I actually was in a session um, recording you guys when you um, I don't you know James who recorded
2: is. Oh, that's yeah, right. so I I was an assistant engineer. Had thing.
1: Yeah, when I had hair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two, two phases of my life, before hair and after hair. Do you prefer um, the
0: bald head look or do you like the hair, Jack?
1: Are you asking me? No, I'm
0: asking you, sir. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you have to say bald, oh, otherwise right. I'm going to cry.
2: No, so. I do. I, I mean, based on memory.
1: It was pretty scruffy. It was so pretty like, long, hey? Yeah, it was like shoulder length, but it was only tied up. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, this is cool. I like what you have now. <laughs>
1: the clean look okay. all right. well, the clean cut <laughs> there there we go. It's nice, low maintenance. But returning to music, David. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. yeah, yeah. I, and I like I remember being in those sessions, and there were times where, Maybe you guys during the recording process, which always happens, especially in bands, you come across a little sort of chink in the song where it's just like, oh, I've never noticed that that's something there. And so like James would just be like, oh, you guys just have a jam over that bit for a few minutes. And it was really cool watching from the outside, you guys working together as a band, just sort of like putting, like smoothing out rough surfaces here and there and watching the track come together. And I definitely noticed that chemistry between you and Kalana and you guys sort of patching things together and like yeah it was really cool watching you work in a collaborative environment you seemed very comfortable there is am I right or was that more how it looked rather than how it was
2: oh no definitely I mean we were in a band together but we were also Mm. at that time like literally each other's best friends like we did so mm. much together. Like we mm. basically like not only going through aim together and seeing each other every day, mm. but then riding together, jamming together, going mm. out together. Like yeah. we we were very tight. Shout um, out and to I Corona. think day one. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah. crew. The whole um, crew. Yeah, but it was a beautiful experience for me to be involved in that because I mean that was the f- first experience I had working with musicians so closely and then being able to go out and gig and play shows like yeah. that really helped me as a performer because mm. like I love performing and that being kind of, I guess the front person of that group, yeah. it really pushed me to like really develop my performance mm. Mm. Um so yeah, so grateful that it happened. Like I love those guys still to this day, and we still work with each other a little bit here and there. Mm. Um, but mm. I, I think, even though um, I guess the guys weren't too keen on it when I decided to kind of branch out and leave the group. Mm. Was that um, hard? Was
0: that hard leaving like your your fam? You in know, in it was.
2: Not leaving them. Like you're not you haven't
0: abandoned them. They're still your family, but Yeah, Yeah,
2: like when you
1: when you betrayed them, how is
0: that? (laughs) 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 Um
2: it was hard because it's it's weird, it's like almost a relationship kind of thing. Mm, Breaking up. It's like Yeah, seriously, it's 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 different, but um, you know, it was hard to tell them at first, but after they had their little Sookie moments, um, <laughs> they they did understand. Um, They were like, you know, like, you're your own artists. Like, we all, I think, mm. yeah, we all kind of just came to the realisation that at the end of the day, we're all going to, like, do our own thing.
1: Yeah. Um, what was it about this new direction that you found so enticing?
2: I think... Because being in the band was that whole thing was a collaboration between all of us. Yeah. and um, you know, to a point being in a group collaborating constantly, especially as a writer and singer, like you can only do so much with your ideas yeah right yeah. or yeah. You're sometimes limited I'll t- by
1: the compromise of the group.
2: Yeah. yeah, and you'll have ideas that they're like, "This is cool," and then other ideas where they're like, mm, "Maybe not." Mm. And um yeah, it got to a point where I was like, oh, "I just want to, you know, not only work with other people outside, but to try these other ideas that they mm. weren't too cool with."
1: Yeah, interesting. For sure.
0: It's like it's mm. like as much as they were so supportive and like helpful, and then helped you grow as an artist. Like I guess. Not that you outgrew them, but it's just like you want to explore your boundaries. You want to kind of get out, break yeah, out. Yeah, just deal. different parts. Yeah, just yeah. Just different, different journeys, yeah. Yeah, move, definitely. Yeah. So, we wouldn't have this slow jam if if it, you know. Yeah, still exactly. Them, you know?
1: There you go. There we'll would
2: be the no jams. Rissa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you find, um like, what do you find the process to be like without as much collaboration? Are there sort of difficulties that pop up, maybe some disadvantages as well as advantages?
2: I mean, as far as collaboration goes, I work with so many people and I'm yeah, so right. grateful. But it's like, you know, different setting. It's not like we're in a band together. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, artists collaborating together. Yeah, yeah. Now mm-hmm. it's like we're going to do some tracks together, but th- it's not like this is our thing. It's like, sure. Oh, in, a, in a sense, it's still like, each artist is still expressing their ideas but you know essentially like if i'm working with someone like my name's gonna be on it kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah like it's not like a group where okay everyone has to have an idea here like especially being in a group where there was another vocalist and writer where Mm. we had to like share those ideas and there were beautiful moments but you know there'd be times where i'd want to do something on and change something on his track, and he wasn't cool with that, and he wants to change stuff on my, like yeah, it just started yeah. having some clashy points. But now, like you know, I work with a lot of um, producers. Well, for my stuff, definitely, like a lot of different producers, like different mm. musicians who come in and um, have a little flex on the track <laughs> as well, which I yeah, yeah. F- will forever encourage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, it's different. It's nice because like I can get out all my ideas and everyone like receives it and they're like, yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they add all their ideas like just to, you know, make that even better. Like it's like Mm. evolving, not necessarily Mm. being like, that's cool, but don't do that. That's cool, but don't do that. Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I love collaborating. Like I learn so much from the people that I work with. Yeah. Um, and I will forever like appreciate that side of collaboration, but definitely being a solo artist compared to being in a band setting, I appreciate much more.
0: Mm. Sure.
1: Awesome. Yeah. David, do you want to go ahead with that elusive question? <sighs>
0: I feel like I want to get yes. to that, but we should maybe this one's going to be a stretchy question too. Okay. Okay. Like because I feel like there should be order in this timeline for this episode like i like i was hoping we could talk about your origin story as like cliche and as boring as people might think it is it's like every everyone's every individual artist story is like unique to them Mm. so even if you want to go like really shallow if you want to go like oh the day i was born or like i don't know how far (laughs) however far you want to go But like, how did this journey kind of start for you? And then maybe a bit later, we don't... Yeah, we can get back to that question.
2: Cool. Um. Well, I mean, I've always had music around me growing up. Like my mom loves to sing. And my dad like plays guitar and bass and stuff. But Mm. I never like as a child i was never really i mean i did sing but it was never something that i was like oh this is what i'm gonna do Mm. but i loved dancing and for like primary school and start of high school even yeah in my head i was like i'm i'm gonna grow up and be a dancer like that was my goal and then um when i was in year nine i started like actually paying attention in music class and i had friends around me who were always just like jamming and Mm. i i would you know just like have a little jam but it was never anything serious for me and Mm. then the way people responded to me singing they're like oh yeah like keep going like blah blah like just hyping me up and i was like oh okay
0: (laughs) were you shy about it were you like shy about like sharing your voice with people or were you always kind of Cause like the dancer, wanting to be a dancer makes me feel like you always had that confidence. But were you ever shy at that, at this point or?
2: Um, In high school, I feel like I was shy to a point like because the environment was with my friends. Mm. Yeah. Um, Definitely if I had to perform in front of people or like sing in front of people that I wasn't really close with, that was scary Mm. for sure. But, yeah, like so just being in high school and then suddenly I was jamming more and it was fun and I enjoyed it. And then I told my mom that I wanted to do singing lessons, I think, just before I turned 16. Right. right. Um, Yeah, and then uh, I just started doing singing lessons. And then as soon as I started singing properly, I was like, damn, I love this. Mm. Like even more than dancing. Mm. Um, Yeah, and then so... After that, like, I think by year 11, I was like, I know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I know that I'm going to wow. go to AIM. Like, mm. and then went to AIM, did all that. Like, yeah, I think it was one of those things that everything was just working and falling into place. And yeah, it kind of felt like this is what I'm meant to be doing. Mm. Um, and even That's up to awesome. like literally everything that has happened in my life, like going through a band, like all the ups and downs and crazy times, like everything has just like worked out in a way where it's just been like kind of set up so yeah. perfectly.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. Um. So yeah, definitely when I reflect on how far I've come based on just me continuing to be like, yes, this is what I wanna do. I know this is what I should be doing um yeah it's crazy it's it's Mm. like it's kind of scary too (laughs) yeah I'm like oh gosh that really (laughs) happened but it's so beautiful like and I think I talk to so many people who you know kind of have doubts about things like oh I like it but I don't know if this is what I should be doing Mm. and I'm just like man if like your whole heart is in this then like just believe in that but Mm. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing, and I'm so grateful that I am doing something that I love, and I'm able to do that like every day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Wholesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like a destiny thing. She like, she like, (laughs) she sang. She felt. She felt that good. Like, like putting on the really good shoe, like the perfect shoe (laughs) type of Mm thing, and it's like. This is, this is the right fit. This is the right shoes for me. And then you just went with it, started walking. Yeah.
1: I wanted to ask about that, though, that, that feeling when you first started singing. Like, what was it? What is it about singing that you enjoy so much? And I feel like maybe that's a question that um, we don't ask enough, like about the actual, like, what is it about, like, the, the process that you enjoy? What What do you get out of it? What kind of excitement does it give you?
2: I mean I definitely know, um so growing up, like even though I wasn't really singing until later, music for me like was always such an escape thing. Like Mm. it was therapeutic, like if I wasn't Mm. feeling great I would literally get my iPod shuffle out, (laughs) put my earphones in. (laughs) Listen to some freaking like Jordan Sparks or something. (laughs) But, yeah, like, that would just, like, put me in this place of, like, I don't know. It's just a feeling of serenity. Just, yeah, just peaceful and, like, mm-hmm. just a different part of me that's just like, ah, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. I like I like being cool. here. Um, And it's kind of the same thing with singing. It's, like, yeah, it's just this area where I feel so calm and like good within that space and then um, like just learning so much more and then watching other people who I love and admire and then practicing like things that they do or like trying to learn new things and then just Mm. like build on that like yeah I don't know it's just Mm. it's like a place of excitement and comfort and yeah, it's just like imagine you're really craving like there's like a certain food, like say you, it's been like three mm. months since you've had a good burger and you're like, I was Man, just about
0: to say burger. There's nothing bruh. that hits,
2: <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> hits like a
0: burger. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then so you've been craving this specific burger. And then mm. finally the time comes and you get that burger. It's like the feeling <laughs> the first bite. Uh, yeah. That's how that's how singing feels for me. Wow. It's like a ah uh, yes. That
0: sounds pretty <laughs> damn good. Yeah. That's a good ass analogy. Yeah.
1: Damn, I, I need to get burger sometimes soon now. <laughs> <laughs> amazing that's a great answer um so david are you are you prepared to go into that this question now are you just going to keep holding it out on <laughs> no no, us or no, no. Or yeah you we go can into
0: go into it, into it. I, I mean even if you asked <laughs> i wouldn't have been mad at you but yeah how like let's get back to the 2020 question like mm. we we interviewed like heaps of artists last year because it was quite a dry season for everyone but mm. um for yourself as an artist how was yeah how was 2020 for you and your creativity and your yeah maybe even your well-being as an artist like did you Mm -hmm. feel like restricted did you feel like ah yeah like I get some time off to kind of work on stuff or yeah how was it for you
2: I mean I think just as everyone did at the start of 2020 i was like damn there's so much happening i'm so excited Mm. for this year this is my year yeah seriously (laughs) like i bought a year like i never buy a year planner and i was like 2020 is the year year.
1: yeah
2: Uh, yeah bro i was like (laughs) of course
1: (laughs) so like past january how did that go (laughs) (laughs)
2: honestly january i I was like getting everything down in my year plan i was like bam 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 like this is great
1: then february came along i was like oh okay uh yeah okay
2: (laughs) yeah and i i think i still have it actually i don't know why it's just empty pages but um yeah so i had like i felt so good about everything and then of course Mm. Like, I th- it didn't actually hit me straight away. Like, I knew so many things were getting cancelled. And I had a few things cancelled. But I still had, like, a month of no... Like, a month free of cancellations. Mm. Right. And so, I was like, yeah, I get, like, it's crazy. But it's okay. I still have all these things. And I literally remember the exact moment it really hit me. I was doing, like, this super chill like cover gig thing with the girls that I sing with. Um, yeah. And we had to be there early in the morning and I got there and we were setting up and then just as I sat down, I got like five emails and it's just like cancelled, 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 wow. cancelled. And that's Damn. when it really hit me and Damn. literally like all of us because the three of us, we sing in each other's the things honeys. a lot. Yeah, the honeys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then we kind of all got similar emails like literally at the same time because some of those projects we were in together.
1: Right. And it
2: was so wild. It was like before we even started this gig and then it hit us all and that gig, (laughs) we were so moody. Like we were just (laughs) pissed off singing shit to people and um, (laughs) (laughs) it was crazy but like... That's when it really hit me and I was like, damn, yeah. what am I gonna mm. do? Um, because at that stage in my life I was um teaching three days and then the rest of my income was from gigs. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so that that was the big hit. And then um What did
1: it feel like? Like apart from obviously like pretty devastating what what was going yeah, through your your head like when you kind of when it sort of really hit you oh okay this year isn't gonna be how i thought it was gonna be mm. i
2: think i think for me i was like okay, like what am i gonna do financially yeah right um that, <laughs> that's the first <laughs> so it's like thought. a
1: pragmatic reaction mm. yeah
2: and then after that it was like how long is this gonna last like yeah i was like is this just you know is this just this month and then The month Mm. after, it'll be sweet. Like, yeah, Yeah, just a lot of questions. But then after that, I kind of, I'm the type of person that I don't realize things until they happen. Like, I don't realize the seriousness of things until Mm. it actually happens. Um, And then I was teaching online and that was crazy in itself because I had never taught online and it's suddenly, like, okay, next lesson, all online, like, just, you better know how to do it because... Is
1: this singing lessons?
2: Yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah. it was just singing lessons.
1: How do you do that? On That must be so tough to, like, kind of um, sort of see what someone's doing with their technique and stuff and hear the little subtle things in yeah. the voice over online.
2: It's definitely hectic, but um, I, th- like... I'm grateful for my crazy brain. I work (laughs) extremely well under pressure. Right. Um, So I kind of just started uh, recording warm-ups and drills and stuff that I would usually do in a lesson. And then I would send it to students. Yeah. So then I would send that to them. That way they have it and they can just play it and sing along. And for the most part, online lessons were probably the – easiest thing i had because all i did was sit there on like i would literally just sit there on zoom and watch Mm. them just press play on a track and go through things yeah um but at the same time you know it's it still has difficulties like i can't exactly hear everything like i can't hear the little things that matter but i was still grateful that i had that compared to having a job where there, there is no other option you just don't work
1: mm, anymore like sure. when
2: everything kind of shut down
1: for sure yeah
2: um and then isolation like not being able to go anywhere unless you're getting groceries that was tough like i think i was like video calling someone every day mm. because i couldn't like i couldn't not do that
1: that's good though that's good because like there's kind of two paths that a lot of people went on during that process is that the reach out and try and stay connected as much as possible and then mm. just go full recluse and just hermit crab. And yeah. 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 So that's good. At least you were like reaching out and trying to, um, I don't know, like get some kind of, yeah, social interactions in your life
2: yeah i really need to because i mean just in general i talk to myself a lot <laughs> um so i was like, like man
0: conversations <laughs> no, it's no.
2: like i i talk my mind out a lot like mm. i would do something and i don't even realize it sometimes but now like i'm living with um, my friends at the moment um and, and I don't I just even, hear you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't think I've realised until now because I'll be just doing something and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and they're like, "What did you say?" And so I was like, "Oh." I think like, you're oh.
0: talking to yourself right now. They're like listening to you in, in, their, <laughs> yeah, in their room. My wrist is doing it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. But yeah. So I I needed to talk to other people because. Yeah, I think I would have, like, I probably would have gone insane if I didn't talk to other people in isolation. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think I started just, like, I bought a bunch of recording gear mm. and then I just started, like, collaborating with other people because, you know, everyone was online now. Yeah, So it was easy to do that. And mm. I worked with some people in Melbourne um, and it was nice because I was like, oh, okay, yes, like I can do it here because before I was always recording in other people's studios and other places. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, like it's sweet. I can just do it here. Mm. And that gave me, like that helped a lot too mm. because I was still able to be creative while being inside. Um, but yeah, I. but then as far as gigs go, because there was nothing for so long and then towards the end of the year when things were kind of like okay maybe it's not okay like it's all right but only 50 people and everyone has to stay seated and all the guidelines and everything um people did like there were people asking me like oh now that gigs are kind of coming back do you have anything booked are you gonna play anything and I was Mm -hmm. like nah I don't want to do it like I don't know. I think for me, I think the biggest – well, the scary part of it was imagine playing a gig and then there's confirmed COVID cases at that gig, like afterwards. I was like, I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, and then I was also scared of the sitting down part of gigs because I – like as a performer and having that whole i think my dance background definitely uh has plays a big part in my performance in my mm-hmm. own stuff as well um as a performer i like thrive so much off of the energy that off people give yeah, me yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: you feedback yeah, yeah
2: and it's like you know like being on stage and getting into everything and you see people like dancing with you and they're so into it and they're so engaged like it's kind of like a reassuring thing it's like okay cool they like what i'm doing they're into
1: it and you like move with their energy as well if it seems like you know they want to go more in like a chill you can like you know kind of slant that direction or if it's just like no these guys want to these guys are hype like then you can sort of go a more energetic route so Yeah. yeah for sure like the crowd are a big part about performance and that's something that i've kind of thought like watching some people perform with such high energy with these people just sitting in chairs like Mm -hmm. i have so much respect for that because that must be so difficult to try and yeah amp up to the same levels of energy yeah how do you be
0: hype sitting down you just gotta yeah I, yeah, I don't know. It feels like like <laughs> yeah, you'd, all if, hands.
1: It feels like you'd be doing like a hype performance in an opera house or something, where you know everyone's mm. just like sitting there, like yeah, back yeah. straight, and just like yeah, I don't know. It it would be definitely challenging.
2: Yeah, and that would that was a part that scared me of getting back on stage too. I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can play to an audience like that. Um, but then, I think. Towards the end, end of the year, because my first show back was in December. Mm. um, By then I was like, okay, I feel good about this. Like I feel ready to go back. And also during that time of not playing, I did kind of get together with the guys that play um, with me when I'm doing my shows. Yeah. Um, And we kind of restructured slightly how the shows are run. And I think Mm. before, because I was doing so many gigs, it kind of got to a point where I wasn't using the band and it was just tracks and BVs or just tracks and horns. Um, It was always just kind of a little setup. Mm. But at the end of the Mm. day, I was like, I love like, because especially starting out performing with the band, I love that aspect of having the whole band there and having more people on stage with me and like the communication, the like yeah. the fun yeah. mm, that mm, I can mm. have on stage is so much better. And um, I didn't want to just the show to be like this song, this song, this song. For sure. Um, so then we kind of mapped out transitions and cool. like fun yeah. little things we can do in between, and how we can rearrange the songs so that they're not just how yeah. the recording is. Mm. Yeah, um, cool. So that was a nice part of having that time off. Yeah, because yeah. then when we I was did- going
0: to say when when I heard your, I think it must have come out last year because um there's this YouTube not YouTube Instagram, um, profile or platform where called Mood on the Roof. Yeah, where Which they YouTube. record yeah. the all these dope artists on the super aesthetic rooftop, yeah. like like stage and i saw your one and on um hold up and i love that version so much like i like the yeah with the honeys honeys. i like the i like the spotify or like the one that you hear the the one that's been released as the single but then the live and like the live version just has this energy and vibe that just amps it up that much more as you were just Mm. saying so yeah Mm. it's like yeah there's that there's that uniqueness there's this more playfulness of having that band with you absolutely yeah yeah
2: Yeah, definitely um but yeah so having that time off like definitely helped me be able to do that and then that way coming back into those first shows in december and being able to be like yeah this is exciting because we've actually like put work into this and prepared for this gig Um, And it was so lovely, like the first gig back to be able to play. Um, So I was like blessed enough to open for Horror Show. Um, Mm. And like Mm. I honestly, because it had been the first gig back in so long, I was so nervous. Um, Right, right. Yeah, but it was- yeah, yeah it was crazy i was like oh my gosh like it's been so long since i've done this i'm so nervous right now and it's almost like do i need a poo or do i just <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh my yeah. God, i'm so scared um uh, <laughs> but it's been so long since i've felt like that so at the same time I'll, yeah. it was kind of nice having the nerves yeah. again mm. um but it was the two set situation like the first like the early Mm. show, late show kind of thing. Um, And the first, the early show when I did that, I think I, because I'm so, like I just speak my mind. Like I don't, sometimes I don't think about what I say before I say it. No filter. Um, Yeah, and it really (laughs) translated on stage. And I realize what I say after I say things sometimes or like what I'm doing after I'm doing it. So it was like good or bad.
0: Yeah, in there. I, I'm, I'm not I mean,
2: sure where, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go anyway, <laughs> honestly. Um, I mean, it was it was good because I guess it was just me being me, which yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, 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 it's fun. Um, but yeah, I think, so we did like a transition. So we just started, did like a transition and we played, I think, three songs and then we stopped and I talked and... I didn't realize that I was jogging on the spot. And I, I, all You're I like knew, j- <laughs> I, I was literally like literally, jogging yeah. on the spot being like, hey guys, um, this is my first show back in like nine months. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, and then I, w- I like looked down and I was like, oh my God. I'm jogging <laughs> <joking>. yeah. <laughs> But it's so like, just That's like so the nervous energy in my body. I think when I right. feel like that, I have to like move. And as soon as, like, the music stopped, like, I was, like, (laughs) my body just, like, the reflex to nerves. It was just, like, move, 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 move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) At least
0: you weren't doing star jumps because that would have looked ridiculous. just, (laughs) (laughs) Just.
2: (laughs) I mean, Uh. yeah, but it was kind of, I think, I think it's, um, I think people definitely pick up on my personality pretty quickly. Yeah when they hear me talk on stage like it's pretty obvious and i'm just glad that it doesn't come across super weird um mm-hmm. sometimes i do wonder about that like i'm like man <laughs> i just ramble but i'm so glad that people laugh at it and hopefully if they find it funny they're not just laughing at
1: me yeah hopefully they're laughing <laughs> with you not at yeah. you not <laughs>
2: But at the end of the day, it's entertainment and... People
1: love authenticity on stage. That's my experience of like all the best gigs that I've been to where the crowd really join in and feel connected with the artist is when the artist is like their humanity is showing. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah. So, I'm sure that they like they're not laughing at you and that (laughs) everyone's just having a good time and appreciating your... um, Just, yeah, just humanity, just your relatability. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um,
2: But it was beautiful to wrap up 2020, like Mm. playing on stage with a full band again. It was so Did lovely. it sort of
1: pump you up and remind you, because you were saying before you, you didn't really feel the urge to go to a performance straight away. Did it mm. sort of remind you of like, oh, yeah, this is what this it's is about. Because you said earlier on in the show how much you love performing and how that's like a huge part of being an artist. Yeah. But you like you didn't have that for so long. So was it kind of like a reminder of being like, remember what this feels like? Isn't this cool?
2: Yeah, 100%. Like... Definitely. I think even just in rehearsals, it was like, it was yeah, exciting right. from then because, you know, we knew what we were rehearsing for. But then, of course, like once you're there and on mm. stage, it's a whole another feeling. But yeah, definitely. I was like, I'm so glad that, you know, I did get back on stage and do this. Um, and then, yeah, it did make me excited about this year as well. I think after last year, I'm really just trying not to make too many plans. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Let yeah, me yeah, just yeah. appreciate this week because sure. I just need to focus on that.
1: <laughs> well, in that case, you're really not going to like my next question because I was going to ask, like, oh. what have you got in store for, <laughs> yeah. for your listeners? Is there anything that you've got planned coming up soon in terms of gigs or releases possibly?
2: I mean, yes. As mm-hmm. even though I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let me just focus on one thing at a time. But, you know, like naturally, of course, there's going to be things planned. Yeah. But um, there's... Keep ac- me
1: on the down low for now.
2: I mean, I can tell you guys. Okay.
1: Yes. Tan
0: exclusive.
2: So, as far as music goes... Um, I mean, I did have plans to be putting something of my own out, like, this month or next month. But I think I've just been so, like, in the holiday mode that I was like, oh, that's right. Mm. I, if I want it to be out now, like, soon, I need to have it done now. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just the way that, again, like, the way that everything's kind of worked out this year... Um, it's just, so I have the songs that I've featured on. Um, so one comes out in two weeks. So the 19th, yeah, the 19th of Feb. And then I have another one in March and then another one in April. And then, um, and then, yeah, maybe one of my own things in May. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) Sounds like an exciting year.
2: Yeah, I, it, it's it's definitely nice, especially with features dropping. Like um, I don't yeah. have to go through all the stress of it as yeah. if it's my own. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it, guys. I'll <laughs> yeah, share You get it. the
1: fun bit and then they have to do all the yeah. boring, stressful, <laughs> exactly. organizational stuff. Um, so
2: good. And it's been kind of a nice way to ease into the year as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because then I know I can like really take my time on my own stuff and not have it rushed like my last song. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs)
1: Absolutely.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Don't you
0: have a, don't you have a, sorry, sorry, Jack. No, you go. Don't you you have a, a virtual gig or something or a gig that's coming up soon as well?
2: Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah, um, <laughs> I have to remind you. <laughs> so
0: I thought you were gonna talk about it. I'm like, come on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on.
2: Now. Um, I have one. Well, it's literally this Thursday, so 11. Mm. Um, super chill vibes, though. Like, it's just gonna be me and Keys. Uh, it's at Prince of York, which is near Wynyard Station. Um, mm. yeah, it's a pretty like, it's a pretty wild place. Like, so you walk in and it's restaurant and then you go down these stairs and it's a whiskey bar. And then you go down, like, although it's kind oh. of open up to each other, there's like two steps. You go down and it's just like, like it's the basement crazy lounge <laughs> area. Oh, yeah. It's all like awesome. pink red awesome. lights, super like cool, loungy cool. things. Yeah.
1: That'd be great for something virtual, like with all the lighting.
2: Yeah, but it's not virtual.
1: It's live. I oh, it's it not virtual. virtual. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. It's, oh, right. Okay. All the better. It's open to the world <laughs> to come in and enjoy in person.
1: <laughs> David, come on, do your research. How is the
0: venue? Like, how many people would it fit? Sorry, Jack. Yeah.
2: Ooh, <laughs> I'm not sure actually. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how many people would fit, but um, like at least at least like seventy. Mm, okay. I reckon. Yeah,
1: and what is it now, like in terms of the COVID capacity?
2: Uh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs>
1: Are you sold breaking out? the law? The breaking
0: the law.
2: The with the with the um, kind of booking system for the place. It's you have to like make a reservation for the show. Right. Because okay. they, it's. I think it's one of those things where you get dinner and a ticket uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Your so combo.
2: yeah, I actually have zero idea okay. how many people are going to be there. That's kind of stressful. Yeah, it's just you know, little. <laughs> little um, I'll just yeah. find out when I walk in. Yeah,
1: well, we'll <laughs> so, see. I, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll pack out to as many people as the COVID capacity can can fit in there. Uh, but um, <laughs> if you guys haven't sort of looked looked into that venue, so where where did you say it was again, Rizzo?
2: Prince of York.
1: Prince of York, and it's on the thir- on Thursday, which yes. is what what's the date of that?
2: The eleventh of the eleventh.
1: Yeah. So check out that if there are still available reservations, go see Rizzo. Great, great way to get back into the music industry, the yeah. live gigs, yeah. sort of easing your way back into it with something that I am sure is going to be really nice and chill and intimate. Um, but yeah, David, if you don't have anything more to ask, I think we might wrap this one up.
0: Yeah, let's wrap this bad boy up.
1: Actually, one last question. This
0: one's going to be a short, quick one, but just for fun. If you were stranded on an island and you could (laughs) only choose three albums to listen to for the rest of your life until maybe a helicopter rescued you, which three albums would you take with you or have with you?
2: Oh, damn. This is hard. Oh, (laughs) Uh, I reckon... Definitely. Okay, I I know the artist that I'd choose, but it's like figuring <laughs> okay. out which album. Which album? I'd, yeah, man. I definitely have a Stevie album.
0: Stevie. Mm. Um,
2: for mm. sure, I love and appreciate him so much, and it's just one of Very those brilliant. things that I can always come back to. Mm, 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 um. Mm. Wait, I will have to look. Good. Maybe a great, <laughs> maybe
1: a greatest hits. You could definitely greatest cheat hits, with taking Stevie a greatest album. hits.
2: Ooh, I reckon I'd probably go. Okay, songs in the key of life, Stevie. Okay, Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then Erica, which one?
1: (laughs) Badu. (laughs) Badu, Yeah.
2: Oof, I think maybe Baduism, but Erica. The old classic. Yeah. The old classic. And then three.
0: What's your third?
2: It would probably be <laughs> something by oh uh, probably Anderson because that's also another
1: Anderson. Artist. Okay. Yeah. Oh, which one? Okay. Which one? Okay. Also I feel like this one's very like this one's much less he straight has, cut than your other two options in terms yeah, of your, he your has album mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and definitely an artist I could, I can forever come back and listen to. But I don't know. Wait, uh, which which one?
1: My favorites. My favorites. Ventura. Personally, you like Ventura, but I, I know Was that's Ventura like a very sorry.
2: Was Ventura is Ventura the newest one?
1: Yeah, it's the most twenty nineteen. It's quite different from a lot of his other stuff, but that's kind of why I like it. I, I don't know. I really appreciate the production on it, and it's quite different to the rest of his stuff. And I really just vibe with it personally. But yeah, um, yeah, I feel like Anderson Pack fans like generally oh. weren't as happy with that album but people who like me maybe were more happy because like oh. i've always like liked no, him dope. but never i never been like sure. a, oh really i okay, love it yeah. Yeah,
0: i think it's dope yeah okay all his stuff um, is like I, I, my, <laughs> bad, shows my bad good, good development because like, he came from a place like malibu that's
1: yeah like but well, that's what i feel like i feel like, I feel like, like yeah. for anderson hardcore anderson pack fans i feel like malibu yeah. for them is like but maybe I'm just completely wrong. But the vibe that I got is like, that's the real, the style that people really seem to like. And that even the production on it, it feels like very, like squished <laughs> and very tight. And the reason yeah. why I liked Ventura so much was because it felt a lot more spacious and a lot more like relaxed and mm, less mm. produced, I think. Um, right. But yeah.
2: Mm. No, Ventura for sure. I reckon I'd go with Ventura. Too. Okay.
1: Well, we're all in agreement then. Awesome. Ventura
2: It's five <laughs>
0: That's a good That's a good three Yeah you that's could a good have, mix You could not get bored And you can still Party by yourself On the island With those three
2: Yeah
1: I feel like you yeah, could Cover cool. most emotions Between those three albums Yeah, mm, yeah. For
2: sure the, uh, Yeah Alright
1: Well, good, good question To finish <laughs> up with David I wasn't expecting that one
0: <laughs> Anyways yeah Yeah just go to Hit the curveball Sometimes we're going like too deep and like, oh, 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 and then just have fun at the end, you know?
1: I thought it was good. When I said like, when I heard <laughs> you saying like an island, I thought it was going to be something completely unrelated, like some really weird <laughs> thing. But yeah, no, it was pretty good. Still managed to sort of bring it back. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Rissa, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing with us. Um, it's been really interesting to find out about Ooh. sort of your progression as an artist as well as... Um, like the process of the singles and how last year was for you. I think that there's a lot of artists who'd probably relate with what you've spoken about, about that feeling of feeling isolated and kind of panicking, like what am I going to do? Mm. Um, but glad to hear that you're sort of blossoming into a, a very promising year. i very excited to see what's coming for you in 2021.
2: Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me and for the chat. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. our pleasure.
0: Um, where can people find you right before we just close it up? Uh, yeah, social yes. media.
2: Um, ins- yeah, Instagram is probably the best place. I'm like the most active there. Um, so it's at Rissa, R-I-S-S-A, full stop, K-L. And then Spotify, iTunes, all the things. It's just Rissa, R-I-S-S-A.
1: All the things. Yeah. Rissa. All the things.
2: All of it.
0: Cool. Awesome. Thanks well so much.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's it. That's it, David. <laughs> that's the end.
0: Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
1: what a ending. It's all about sticking the landing, guys. It's all about sticking the landing. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for tuning in again for another episode of The Artist's Notepad. Um, Next week, David and I are going to be going back to a tan and chill episode where we're probably going to be doing a film review last time we spoke, but Mm. we're not sure what it's going to be yet. So stay on the tips of your toes for that and we will be back next week. But until then, peace. Peace. Say peace. You can say peace too. Say peace. Peace. Closing off for tonight's broadcast, I'm going to hand it over for the weather report. Over to you, Jack. Thank you, and good evening to you all. You will have seen this morning some mist and fog patches around First Thing. As we made our way through the day, these eventually lifted and cleared. The clouds thinned and broke to allow some brighter weather into the early evening, some sunny spells at times. Tomorrow, we'll see this continue with temperatures about 10 degrees Celsius at its absolute best, so it's going to be quite a chilly day again throughout then go into the e.